Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You're into the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV, over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind the scenes exclusives. All thanks to E Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Ooh, uh, that music always gets me pumped up every time I hear it. Yeah. <laughs> if you are tuning into AfterBuzzTV.com, you have come to the right place because this is the Survivor After Show for Survivor Second Chances, Season 31, Episode 1. I'm your host, James Wallington, and this season we have a brand new After Show panel that I'm excited to introduce you to. Across the table from me are... I'm Susanna Kim. And I'm Paige Bonanno. You guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Paige Bonanno. Yeah, well, welcome, you guys. Thank you. This We're so exciting. <laughs> so uh, let's just dive right into this episode because, as we know, it was a long one. There's a mm-hmm. lot of ground to cover with yes, this episode. I don't know about you guys, but the first 15 minutes of this episode were probably the best 15 minutes of my life. <laughs> that might be a little dramatic, but no, but... There was something about the first 15 minutes, the energy of this cast, the energy that Jeff is bringing this season. It's just different from previous seasons mm-hmm. that we've yes. seen. So what, what do you guys think? Yeah, elevated. That's yeah. a good word. What do you guys think? Yeah, when when Jeff was like, one survivor, you know, and the camera pans back, it was just like, <laughs> it was just the best. And I started like laughing right away. It was so dramatic and so great. And yes. it like made me so excited to watch this season. Yeah. And the way they shot the intro too, with the boats coming mm-hmm. in and the teams already kind of separated up. I just loved all of that. Mm-hmm. I And I thought it was beautifully done and shot how we see the cast, you know, in the Jeep going through the jungle and they mm. end up at the Angkor Wat Temple and they're right. kind of going through this journey of just kind of reminiscing on their first time on the show mm-hmm. and how this second chance is so important to them, not only to their family and friends, but all the fans like us who voted them to be on the show. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So then they get on the the little the canoes, they go yeah. through all the mm-hmm. villages and then they end up out into the ocean right. where Jeff welcomes them pretty much tells them that you're here because the first time you failed at the game mm-hmm. yeah. and this is your second chance. If you guys were in their shoes, how would you feel right now? What would be going through your head? Well, I, I got what they were saying because they were like, you know, we only we want to do this for ourselves, but we don't want to disappoint our friends and our family and everybody that voted for us. And like, they seem more concerned about letting everybody down than you know, even winning themselves. And I know that they want it so bad, but they really just don't want to let the people down. So I get that. Pressure. I would feel the same way. You know, all these people voted you back and I would feel the same way. Exactly. Like, And they kept drilling that point home. They kept asking that question, like, hey, do you feel like this is that much more important? And the answer was always yes. They kept, like, yeah, he, they kept drilling so many more people I like, could and, like, disappoint. Yeah. And, like, what do you feel about this compared to last night? Like, it was always like, <laughs> right. okay, you failed. Now how are we going to make it better? <laughs> that means every tribal council is going to be that much more exciting. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about you guys, but for 
the cast this season. I'm an old school fan, so I am super stoked about seeing Kelly Wigglesworth mm-hmm. on there, Jeff Varner, Kimmy Kappenberg, Andrew Savage, Terry Deeds. Like, those people to me are the reason why I grew up watching the show. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of fun and a little bit nostalgic to see them back on the TV screen after all these years they've been waiting to play again. So Yeah, and it was cool hearing, like, Joe and, like, more of the new players saying, like, you know, I grew up watching these people as well. So exactly. he's playing with the people that he watched. So I think that's kind of cool for him Absolutely. and for the newer people. Yeah, And even Kelly was like, oh, gosh, it's so I'm weird to hear, yeah, <laughs> yeah. to hear that you grew up watching us and yeah. here we are playing on the same season. Right. So weird. <laughs> so Jeff tells them that they are now separated into their two tribes, Takeo and Bayon. I don't know. Bayon. Bayon. And they have to crawl onto the ship grab as much supplies that they can that will last them over the next 39 days. Mm-hmm. And then once they decide they've gotten enough supplies for them and their, their their camp, then they can start paddling out to a boat that's a few yards away and right. with a one large bag of rice. <laughs> right. So that the intensity is definitely there because uh-huh. you're thinking, okay, I have to get as many supplies as I can, but at the same time, there's this large bag of rice and rice is going to be probably huge in our survival. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think in those moments? And they, they couldn't head out to get the rice before nope. they got their stuff, Mm-mm. right? Okay. Yeah. It was just funny because, you know, like, Spencer's grabbing chickens. They're flying everywhere. <laughs> and, like, right. it, it was good. I mean, I feel like, you know, we had both the two teams and then they start swimming. One of the teams starts swimming up right away. And the other team, it took them a long time to start swimming to the right. And I was like, why aren't you – why doesn't someone just swim to it? Yeah. You know, because they're they're going on their – raft forever and I'm like just swim up to it mm-hmm. but I mean it worked out for him anyway yeah <laughs> what I loved about it was when they shot it it kind of felt like you were in all the action because yeah. you've seen at one point Jeff almost got hit by you know something <laughs> falling over his head and he's like oh hold on and he needs to step back and so it really felt like you were there in the action for this mm-hmm. I definitely yeah. loved it too when they started paddling their final stretch to that large mm-hmm. bag of rice you know Kelly Wiggles with just dumps right jump jumps right in the water starts you know paddling her way there mm-hmm. and yes. then all of a sudden Joe jumps in and like Joe oh gosh this is Wu, right? getting more intense and then we was like I'm gonna go in there and he beat all of them and all he started waiting <laughs> so quick Insane. I don't know I just I was really happy that Takeo got the rise they're already easily one of my favorite <laughs> tribes and I'm happy Wu got it because he's on my fantasy team that's I was true. just super excited because I know true. that he's a fast swimmer he's a good player you know I was disappointed that Kelly didn't get the rice but right. that she I went know. out there she first I mean she was totally trying to prove something and all three of them I felt like were trying to prove something at that point and show that they're worthy on their exactly. track exactly. from the get go yes <sighs> So yeah. now that we're talking about the tribes again, let's talk about when they hit the beach day one. So let's start with Takeo. There's obviously a division going on between the old school and the new school. Mm-hmm. And right. I think Jeff Varner put it perfectly where it's like the old schoolers are here and they're just starting to build the shelter yeah. and they're eager to help around camp and make camp life functional. Whereas the new schoolers are more focused on walking down the to beach. The beach. <laughs> Let's start playing once you hit the beach and start strategizing. Mm-hmm. I, actually, I think pretty much every old schooler said that there was definitely a division that was very mm-hmm. apparent. What do you guys think about this division going on? I- do you think it'll be long-term? I think to a point, you know, I think once we get to the merge, it probably won't matter anymore. But up until then, I think that's going to be the deciding factor for, you know, where they're going to be. I mean, obviously, that's already where they're spending their time. Mm-hmm. So, and, and they're, like, siding with the people that they're most, most comfortable exactly. with. and It's natural. So, yeah, exactly. Well, we start kind of getting to know all the different characters, mm-hmm. if you will, on that tribe. Immediately, it seems like Shireen has it out for Vetus. There's some mm-hmm. something going on there where she's like, Vetus just has to go. He has the smugness to him almost. 
Which I was really surprised because I automatically, if I hit that beach, would already be wanting Abby Maria gone. Oh, my she, God. I didn't vote for her to come back. <laughs> Bless her heart. Sorry, I didn't. But <laughs> yeah, she are, she's there for growth. You know, now we're talking about Abby Maria. She's there to have a second chance and kind of redeem herself and be like, you know, I'm here for growth and I've grown a lot since my season. But I really haven't seen anything different. Well, that's the thing. She keeps saying that she wants to be better. And then even in the tribal council, she's like, you know, I've just really learned to take a step back and really breathe. And then... They flip back to her freaking out about her bracelets going through PG's bag and everything. I like, love and she's just, and she says, she's like, I'm not going to tell, I'm not going to say anything to PG. I'm not going to say anything to PG. But then she says something to every single other person just exactly. stirring up drama. So it's like she obviously hasn't been growing as she's, as she thinks she has been, you know? Well, my thing also is, why would you bring a bracelet that's that important to you out to play Survivor? Like, I wouldn't really... (laughs) 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 When I find it, I was like, this must be a great bracelet. And then she pulled out the bracelet, I was like, really? That really? Like, it's not some... And she's like, well, it's fake gold. And it was like, you know. And I was like... (laughs) Hashtag bracelet gate. (laughs) I just thought there could have been... I was kind of hoping that there would have been something different as far as story for this first episode because the whole drama between PG and Abby Maria, I was just like, really? Already? Already, yeah. I was like, as long as maybe this is setting up Abby Maria because she's going home first. I wasn't sure entirely, Mm -hmm. but. Well, and PG just kind of was like really sweet about it. She's like, hey, I just want you to know, like, I didn't know anything about it. And and she was hearing it through other people. You know, Abby Maria couldn't confront her herself. So then she's like, Oh well, it wasn't me. Blah blah blah. Like it's just I don't know. Which but is even funny. when they had sorry. that, sorry, when they had that like confrontation, almost you know, it didn't really mm-hmm. feel like it resolved, right? No. Well, because <laughs> PG was trying to apologize, and Abby was just saying, "Well, you know, I, I give you the benefit of the doubt, <laughs> but really, like, basically saying, like, I don't you believe you, that. but I'm just gonna say this to make it sound like I'm <laughs> exactly. a better person." <laughs> she also in like a lot of her pregame interviews, we're talking about like I'm blunt, I'm outspoken, <laughs> I can be confrontational, I'm a little firecracker, a little firecracker, right. but then she's not living up to that because she, like we just discussed she just went to everybody else except PG mm-hmm. like if I was out there and I saw that someone had I would just go up to I'd be like, like hey, hey I just found my bracelet in your bag can you just kind of give me an explanation for that because at the end of the day it's really not a big deal right, it's a exactly. bracelet and why would PG have taken it in the first place and like she didn't people. need to come on like yeah <laughs> right. exactly so ridiculous <laughs> ridiculous we also see um, a, a kind of a relationship budding between Vetus and Terry because mm-hmm. Terry was on Survivor Exile Island with Aris who's mm-hmm. Vetus' brother and Aris won that season. So mm-hmm. already Terry's like, I want to pull you in onto the the old school side. Like, let's work together. Mm-hmm. So there's that bond forming. Also with Spencer, it was kind of like the three yes. of them together. They had an alliance. And I thought and it was Terry's funny. was like, oh, my kids mm-hmm. think that you're great, you know. Right. And then Spencer was like, well, I mean, I'm here for myself, man. Like, <laughs> I'm glad your kids trust me enough yeah, to tell you to right. trust me on the show. But I'm going to do my thing. Yeah, <laughs> worked out for him. <laughs> exactly. And Kelly Wigglesworth, it's really fun to kind of see her back on the show. Because, again, she is the so original runner-up. Yeah. yeah, I love her. I, I love really her. have I high hopes her. to see her. And I love, too, when she, you know, she didn't get the sticks through uh, to get the key. And she she was so like you guys I'm I'm sorry I take full responsibility just so sweet about yes. it and like she she truly felt bad and like it was her fault even though I mean she's such a sweet person yeah. I feel like and mm-hmm. so strong too I love yeah. all the things she said in the beginning she was like I've had a baby now so I yeah, can do anything yeah. you know she was and like crazy thing to think about she hasn't watched a season of Survivor since 
her season, which I, is crazy. That's amazing. I feel like that can work in her advantage, though, because a lot of people are probably, like, binge-watching all these seasons, like, what right. did this person do? What's that strategy? Whereas True. for Kelly, she can just be like, I'm just going to do the same thing that I did the first time, exactly. except a little better, and not have to worry about all these things in her head about other people. Right. I don't know. I feel like that could work in her favor. Well, since we're speaking of Kelly, let's talk about Kelly with an E, mm-hmm. Kelly Wentworth. She played the first time around with her dad, Dale, on San Juan del Sur. She's back, obviously, now without her dad. She's hungry to show us viewers and us, the audience, that she's there to win and she's there to compete. Mm-hmm. So she automatically, being the new schooler that she is, started to look for a hidden immunity item. Immunity. <sighs> And who else was, and uh, Stephen was looking for that. That's right. <laughs> the right. But, but he they, wasn't they, really looking. But yeah. they didn't have this knowledge going into it that there's no more idols hidden at camp. It's just a clue right. to find an idol at the immunity challenge. What a twist. Mm-hmm. Well, she, a twist. she, yeah, she didn't know. She originally thought that she found the immunity idol. Exactly. And then she's like, okay, it's just a clue, but I'm still really excited about it. Yeah. And uh, good for her for going for it is what I say. Mm-hmm. Her reaction when she found that the clue initially, it was just so, she was so like cute. genuine. I loved it. I was like, that's exactly <laughs> I what I would say. Like, I loved so it. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything else on the Takeo tribe that maybe sticks out to you guys that you, hmm. does it really stuck out to you? Go ahead. I mean, I was just surprised that there was going to be such... I, I honestly didn't see that division happening, you know, mm-hmm. as far as, like, old school and new school. Of course, I'm sort of a new school fan, because mm-hmm. that's kind of <laughs> what got me back into the show mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, all the challenges and stuff. So I, I love that. But I don't know. I just didn't see that coming. So I'm excited to see what happens with that. Me yeah. too. Especially if that division prolongs throughout the season mm-hmm. for them right. just kind of be this one-time thing. But I can definitely yeah. see it being a reoccurring issue uh, if it's even an issue yeah well I feel like they're <laughs> no, just kind of blowing it out of proportion a little bit right now you know right. but I don't think it'll be that big of a deal as we go on mm-hmm. whereas on the <laughs> Bayon 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 I Bayon. still don't know how to pronounce it yeah. that tribe seems to be really cohesive once they hit the beach they're all like sitting down and braiding pompons oh, yeah, together <laughs> well we see Jeremy and Keith who were on San Juan del Sur together automatically go off and start discussing like you know let bygones be good bygones mm-hmm. like let's really play this game together and so they already start to think about people on their tribe and who they would want to work with mm-hmm. moving forward. They definitely mentioned Joe. They men- mentioned Savage. They mentioned Tasha. And a little bit, I think they mentioned Fishback too, which I thought was interesting because on the flip side, Stephen Fishback feels a little bit. He feels outside. Out yeah, on the yeah. outside. Yeah. Well, I mean, we have all the strong, most of the strong alpha males right on that team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I and Stephen's just kind of doing his own thing. Like, <laughs> we see Savage. <laughs> hitting down this huge tree makes the whole tree fall down and Steven's little I loved that he can't even like he can't even cut a little piece of wood and Savage is cutting down a whole tree and the amount of time they spent on that was just I know well because it was like two seconds as like it only took Savage two seconds to cut down the tree and Joe made a good point that you know in previous seasons of Survivor it is pretty known for the alpha males to either be against each other right. mm-hmm. or they're going to work together so come in this together. case they're trying to they're come together. together which ugh, me I'm always about the women like I am team girl power mm-hmm. all the way so I'm just like no I really hope the women on this tribe can get it together because <laughs> yeah. I do not want to see the alpha males take over this game the alpha male thing is so cliche it's and overdone on every reality yeah. show we kind of saw too all the women were like weaving the, <laughs> the <laughs> trees like, and, then, and then uh, I, I don't know if it was Joe or someone comes by and he's like oh yeah good job girls yeah. like, and then they're just like chopping down trees it's like total alpha male thing yeah. but I'm glad that all the males are working together on it honestly like I feel like 
they can get really far if they really help each other out. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the women on that tribe? Because we don't really see a lot of strategy talk from the women, more mm-hmm. so just the men, where I feel like there's a lot of potential and growth for these women to do well on that tribe. Like Sierra, for instance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She is a gamer, and I loved what she was able to do on Blood versus Water, and she was definitely a top contender to win that season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just I just want them to do well. Yeah. Well, it seems like I mean, like I was saying about the guys too. Like all, this tribe seems to they're more cohesive and they get along better. It seems like than the other tribe and like all the girls seem to get along so far. Like once they started fire, everybody's so excited. Like they're all helping each other out. I feel like they really get along, and I I think that the girls will do a good job on that tribe. Mm-hmm. Right, and I think the girls on that tribe too, like Tasha and Sierra, will both try to make better decisions from you know mm-hmm. their seasons past. So I think they're kind of just trying to get along for now and then. Feel the waters and then maybe jump into sort of their skin. <laughs> you know, I love Tasha about like going to church and praying for her. Sins. Yeah, I was gonna say Tasha is gonna be really interesting to watch this season because I've, I've read a lot of interviews and you know knowing Tasha from her original season, she played it pretty safe. Was the nice one. Everyone mm-hmm. loved her. Whereas now that she's playing Survivor Cambodia, she's like, when I went back to she's my like, home, I wanted to be a good Christian, yeah, but yes. then when I went back, everyone's like, what are you doing, girl? Like, get in there. And she's like, all right, well, I'll pray for my sins later. Exactly. <laughs> so Just definitely like looking that. forward to seeing yeah. what Tasha's able to do this new and improved. What she can bring to the yeah. table with that new like demeanor and attitude. Absolutely. Exactly. I'm also a huge fan of Kimmy, only because Survivor Australia Now Back was the <laughs> first season that I started to watch and oh. became a huge fan of. So to see her as well as Jeff Varner, that kind mm-hmm. of rivalry that happened on season two, be on this season together, mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with. <laughs> Kimmy, I'm excited to see do well. I mm-hmm. think she's kind of right now like an underdog that people aren't really thinking are going to yeah, do well so totally. it'll be interesting to see how she does whereas Cass complete polar <laughs> yeah, opposite so chaos Cass everyone already knows she's kind of a villain uh-huh. she's not afraid to cause a little bit of chaos, chaos around camp exactly. mm-hmm. so what do you guys think Cass's chances are at this point I think it's sort of slim, to be totally honest. But, I mean, I think she even has that feeling, you know. Yeah. It kind of seemed like she was coming off as, you know, I'm here to have fun and, you know, see what I can do. And she wants to mix it up. So, mm-hmm. you know, she's she's playing her cards the way she wants to, And I who think, knows? So. Maybe she is so much of the underdog that she's going to surprise us. Who knows? <laughs> I, I mean, sometimes I mean, the villains make it to the end and they praise them, you yeah, know. Right? So you never know. <laughs> that is true. That's a really good point. Whereas Steven, going back to him, he... I'm a little disappointed. I'll I'll Mm. say that. Only because I'm excited that he's back. I was a fan of him on Survivor Token Jeans. But already when he's like, I feel like I did on my first season, I'm kind of isolated. I don't Mm. really feel involved with the group. I'm just thinking, this is your second chance. Like, wouldn't you think to just put yourself in the situation? Like, go cut down tree with somebody. Like, go do it with them. Don't just sit on a log and be like, I feel like I'm the odd man out right now. Because then you're making yourself the odd man out. Like, just get in there, get into the trouble, and go get started with it. Because otherwise, people see you that way if Mm. you're going to act like that. Whose fault is that? (laughs) That's why I'm a little worried for him and his longevity in the game. Because I don't know if he continues to have this mentality where it's like, um, odd man out. How like, long it actually last? Him, think. and then he'll be one of the first few to leave on that tribe. Mm-hmm. So, but he started to look for him in Idol, and it didn't really. Work but he wasn't out really looking. <laughs> like they were like, "Oh, I think he went to look for the idol," and then he was just kind of like throwing like rocks in the wall. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. So good. Yeah. Well, then back on 
um, the Takeo tribe, we see Jeff and PG in the ocean talking once again about this mm-hmm. division. But instead of the new school versus old school, it was just the shelter people versus and the new people. people. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know what I am. I've done both. Yeah. yeah. He is so His funny. attitude is just hilarious so far. He lines everything up. Yeah. yeah. And that one confessional when he was sitting there and talking about like, you know, uh, Shireen's on this train and she's the conductor and she's going a million miles an hour. I'm just like, I'm just glad to be on it. And then he's like, oh, what just bit my ass? Yeah. <laughs> and then he's talking you know how people me. go through a midlife crisis, right? Midlife, right. He's doing a midlife quest. Yeah, he's yeah. like, this is my quest. You know, some people cheat on their wives. Some people buy a Corvette. I'm just going on Survivor. I was laughing so hard. He's definitely, he's that just is what makes him so endearing and yeah. likable to an audience. It's like, I just, I love Jeff Varner and I've been a huge fan of his since the Outback, so. Right. Well, he's just got a good attitude. I mean, he's just along for the ride. He exactly. wants to just have a good time. He obviously wants to win a million dollars, but, you know, he's there to have fun and he's there to make friends and not take it too seriously. And you can just feel from him every time he's on the screen how bad badly he wants to be mm-hmm. there. Even going back to the first boat when Jeff was like, you know, Varner, you've been waiting for years to play Aww. this. And he was getting a little choked up in his throat. And like, yeah, butterflies. Aww. I can only imagine. <laughs> yeah. After all of those years, finally being back right. in the game. And, right. and oh all it might work for him, you know, playing the whole how badly he, want it, how badly he wants it. Plus, mm-hmm. you know, him sort of being a little naive to everything. You know, I think that's going to work for him. People aren't mm-hmm. going to see him as a threat so much. So well, they might he just carry him along. On the beach, that thing too. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know where my head is. I don't yeah, know right. what I'm supposed to look. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And he's yeah. saying that with Shereen and Spencer. As he's like, walking. I picked up on so many cues the last right. couple of days. Right. And he might but, be playing that, you know. Yeah. I love it. So let's talk about the immunity challenge. Okay. We have the quest for fire, which was so fun to watch because it brought us back to season one. The Survivor very first Borneo. episode. First challenge on that season, and of course, <laughs> Kelly Wigglesworth having to live through that moment again. She mm. lost that oh challenge God. the first time she played the mm-hmm. show. But what I was excited most to see about this immunity challenge was how that handed immunity idol was going to come into play. Like, was Kelly going to be able to go for it? Mm-hmm. So the whole, entire time, they're like lighting all the tor- like all the torches along. And, the, and I'm just like thinking, okay, just cut to Kelly already because I just want to yeah. see how this is going to play out. Like, it's either going to help her or someone's going to catch her. Right. So, what did you guys think about those moments? Well, when she first went by it, I originally was like, how is she going to get back? You know, like, there's no way she's going to be able to grab it now. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, she snuck back there without anybody seeing her. Not one person turned their head. So, I'm happy that she got it. Because otherwise, I feel like she would have regretted that for the rest of the the entire thing. Because when she first passed by it, I I didn't think she was going to go back for it. And then the whole time, it kind of seemed like Vetus was just standing there watching her. (laughs) I was like, can you turn around? (laughs) They kept panning to her, like, looking looking over. And it worked to her favor because the other tribe hadn't even come to the beach really yet. So her just looking over her shoulder looked like she was just maybe checking the progress of the other tribe and seeing where they were at. So I yeah, I can't believe nobody saw her. What I do you love th- her ninja moves. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I it was loved so it. good. I and loved it. The twist of just the hidden immunity idols being in the challenge is brilliant. Whatever producer came up with that idea, mm-hmm. great work because it's something completely different. Yes. And because it is second chance, these you know contestants they're going to do anything that they can to, to get it. Always shuffle it up and and that's so true because she was already on the beach looking for an idol. So they're like, hey, let's make this a little harder for these people. Mm-hmm. And so it totally makes sense that they would do that. Let's just add another challenge mm-hmm. for them. You know? What yeah. you thought originally is no longer no, right. it's a completely yeah. different field. Yeah, I. Uh, Going back to that challenge was really rooting for Takeo because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this would be such a great redemption moment for Kelly, Kelly. Wigglesworth. She'd lost the first time. Mm-hmm. It just didn't seem like her pole was as sturdy as Joe's right. was. I know. So I was just like, oh, I was on the edge and of And she my had seat. a lot of time before that, too, before 
they even got to the to the island. Know. You know, she she had a lot more time to get in. She just couldn't make mm-hmm. it strong enough, I guess. Yeah. Well, because Keith was trying to light those things and he couldn't light them. I know. I felt bad. I was like, why <laughs> didn't someone else grab a you know, torch? I was yeah. surprised that he was you know having trouble with that. And his flame went out. I know. He and then he dipped went, it in the took, water a little bit. He took both of his hands off. You have to have both your hand. You have to have a hand on at right. all times. And he took both of his hands off. <laughs> I saw it, and I was like, uh-uh. Ding. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. I, I love the redemption at the end. I mean, not redemption, but, you know, her her trying to get it. And then even, I think it was Spencer that took over. Mm-hmm. And even he couldn't yeah. get it. So I guess. Yeah. I wonder if for every challenge, like, you think every challenge is going to be one from a previous season? Something I can only them? imagine. Yeah. I think just to bring them back to their roots. Right. Or maybe well, they make it a little different. Like, on the first challenge, in the first season, they didn't have the stick thing to put through the, the keyhole. Maybe it'll be a challenge from every, everyone's different seasons where it, like, gives them a chance of redemption. Right, exactly. You know? So, it'll be interesting to see moving forward the different challenges, what challenges yeah. that they've come up with. I just something that crossed my mind since you were talking about the Hidden Immunity Idol. You know, so Kelly knew obviously had known because of the clue that the idol was in that the stand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think that there was a Hidden Immunity Idol on Bayon's side, but they just, no one knew that there was an idol there because no one had found the clue. Can you imagine if you were on that tribe and when you put the raft down, something fell out of the stand? Like, what would you do? Like, I don't know. I was just thinking, yeah. like, I, as a fan, that's something that w- I would just going through my mind right now. Like, I wonder if there was a hidden idol there for them to retrieve, or do you have to find the clue first? Sure. I don't yeah. Know, sorry, that just came well, across I mean, my mind. Yeah, but they wouldn't have, they wouldn't know. I mean, either mm-hmm. way, I don't know. I'm sure there was. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure there was. But that would be crazy though if that happened and just fell out and mixed everything up. Yeah, but I'm sure <laughs> like, they wait. had one. So before we move on to Tribal Council and the rest of this episode, I just want to remind everyone to subscribe to us on iTunes. And if you're watching live right now, make sure to give this video a thumbs up. And even if you're not watching live right now and you're watching this days later, press that little thumbs up because I know you see it and we would just love as many <laughs> I know thumbs you up see it. as possible that you can give us. Um Let's talk about the twist after the immunity challenge because for the first time in, in Survivor, Ugh. Jeff was like, you guys are going straight, straight to Tribal there. Council. What do you guys think about that? And like, I don't know. I was kind of mixed emotions. What do you guys think? I was a little upset. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, w- I was happy in that, you know, after 31 seasons, they're still surprising us, you know, with mm-hmm. all these little twists and turns. But I was a little upset because I, I love all that scheming and, you know, mm-hmm. that last minute scrambling, trying to figure out yeah. you know, who I'm going to team up with, who my alliances are. So it was kind of, you know, sad not to have that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. definitely. I was missing out a little. Do you think, like, it made a huge difference for who was voted off? I, th- that thing is, I don't know, because like you said, that was the one thing that lacked for me was right. that I wanted this scrambling. I wanted to yeah. see the, the divisions of old school versus new school mm-hmm. on the beach talking like, are we going to vote a new school out? Are we going to vote an old school out? What are we going to do? Why? I just, the idea of Vita's going home in my mind still doesn't quite make sense, except yeah. that he kind of came off a little bit annoying. Just, <laughs> just with his like yoga poses and stuff. Yeah. Like, with his, it, it, it wasn't so much a yoga poses, it was just that he happened to be in those very revealing boxers and it was just really awkward. But like, mm. they were making a bigger deal out of it. You know, he was just, He's he just was, trying to do some yoga moves. Like, leave yeah. the guy alone. Man, but he pulled those pants down the second he got on the beach. I oh, was yeah. like, oh, hi. Oh, okay. Real quick, can we talk like. about uh, can we talk about the yoga that we had going on? The yoga. Oh, oh, God. If hashtag I yoga. up for that, yeah. I would be there every day. I loved it at the bottom day. of the screen. It was like, hashtag yoga. I was I like, mm-hmm. it, yeah. And who was saying it? They were like, I think Tasha or something. Or like, they were like, um, I'm trying to do the yoga, but it's just so hard for me to concentrate. Yeah. When you look over and you see Joe, exactly. <laughs> and they like show her turning her head, right. like looking at Joe's body. Yeah, 
I mean, even Kim was looking over. Oh, yeah, he looks good. <laughs> I'm definitely just trying to get the pose right, but mm. I'm checking him out. <laughs> and then Keith was all like, you won't be seeing me doing you that yoga on the beach. I get up, I have my cup of coffee, and then I go to work. Yeah. Like like 90% <laughs> of the population. Yeah, right. <laughs> Keith is funny. Oh. I loved that. But yeah, I would I would do some yoga. Oh, every day. Every day. Yeah. And I love, too, how um, Savage was like, you know, my daughters were watching you, and they just thought you were so beautiful. <laughs> he's perfect. Yeah, he's perfect. I feel you. I, <laughs> I feel you, Savage <laughs> girl. Right there with you. So, yeah, with the Tribal Council, I was just a little bit bummed, because I just would have loved to have seen the scrambling in the last minute, mm-hmm. like, what is it going to be? Who's it going to be? Because I really, for a while, thought that Abby Maria was for sure going. It wasn't yeah. even a doubt in my mind. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. Abby's going home. Like, I did not think that that many people were voting for Vetus. Exactly. So, the way I look at it, too, because a lot of people equate Abby Maria very similar to cast. They're just villains right off the bat. Everyone's like, ah, oh, they gotta mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. If Abby Maria can survive to Chaos First Tribal Council, I'm almost certain Cass will yeah. be able to weasel her way out yeah. of the first Bayonne Tribal Bayon. Council. So and, Yeah, for Vetus, too, he said, like, at the end, he was like, I was saying that I would rather not get voted to come back here than be voted in and be the first one voted out. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of sad for him. Right. Well, especially because he's like, my brother's going to give me so much crap for If that. I don't be Terry, <laughs> and, and then he just got voted off right after that. And I wonder how much of that had to do with them not having that time between the challenge and tribal council. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe if they were able to talk it out, maybe that wouldn't have happened. You know? and, and going back to the whole scrambling thing, too, with the whole Vetus decision, like, I understand the strategy behind maybe why Vetus should have gone home first but at the same time I feel like he what we saw as viewers is that he wasn't really playing aggressively or playing too strongly except that he was just doing the yoga and flirting with the girls and it was just annoying a lot of people Mm -hmm. but even then I was just like I didn't really see a lot of game from him right off the bat the first three days that what did the other tribe see like what did their tribe mates see for him to be like to public enemy number one. Right. right. So yeah, that, I would just like to see really. more development with the story on that because it just... And Jeff Varner was the swing me. vote on that. Mm-hmm. Right? And PG. Yeah. That's true. Because I think they were a little bit on the same page with Abby Maria being mm-hmm. the first one because going back to their conversation in the ocean Jeff even she said she said we gotta get she was all she, yeah it. and Jeff he was like yeah Shereen said Vetus and then PG is like no I'm pretty sure like we need to get rid of someone like Abby Maria mm-hmm. so that's I, surprising yeah. I mean that's really surprising I definitely thought Abby Maria was gonna be cut booted yeah, yeah. so in a way Shereen had quite quite a say in that I was yeah I was <laughs> yeah, gonna say the, the big hand and the big move this episode had to have been Shereen, Shereen because she was surprising. the most vocal more than anyone that Vita should have been the one to go home. Right. I'm just, I'm curious. But then I even saw with an interview that he did with Dalton Ross, I think it was posted earlier today, Mm -hmm. he said that, you know, Shireen, because of her first season and first time on the show, she had a problem with, like, very authoritative men and just, like, Dominant men mm-hmm. that she always had an issue with them. That Vita sorry, kind who, who Shireen, Shireen did? Yeah, because on being you know worlds apart, she right. had a lot of issues with the men on the show. Yeah, right. That maybe it was kind of like a like a spiraling a, effect that she's like bringing it over onto this. Yeah, season. Right. Like she's so scarred almost. Yeah, yeah. And even at the tribal council, they were talking about again, once again, Abby Maria's growth, which I have yet to see, <laughs> but I would like for her to prove her me wrong. Again, like, I just take you know, take a breath, count to ten. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> did you count to ten? Maybe to, you counted to two, but that's about it. <laughs> I know you didn't count to ten. You didn't get there, girl. Yeah. And I also loved how bold Jeff was, where he was like, people here are pretending like they don't know what's going to happen tonight, but. 
we all know what's yeah. <laughs> And then I was thinking, I don't even know what's going to yeah. happen now. Yeah. Like, is it Abby Maria or is it Vetus? I, I thought I knew what was going to happen. Right. I didn't even know Vetus was like in the running to go home. Yeah. Like, because we didn't hear exactly the same thing. We didn't hear that old school versus new school when we got back from mm-hmm. I guess definitely because he was a swing vote. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, the vote was ultimately six to four, which sent Vetus packing. The four people that didn't vote for Vetus were Terry, Wu, uh, Vetus, and it was one, uh, Kelly Wigglesworth. Those were the four that didn't vote for Vetus. So it'll be interesting now moving forward into the episodes to come. Will this first vote, depending on how the division was, is that going to be a factor mm-hmm. in like strategy and alliances moving forward? So it'll be interesting to yeah. see the repercussions of like, oh, there's four people in the minority, like we have to get rid of them, you know? Right, you see right. that on some shows. So. I don't know. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that that kind of sums up our yeah. episode. Yes. Um, this season, we are doing a Survivor fantasy draft. So excited! And what we did prior to the premiere last night is we spent the last week analyzing all of the guys players this season, reading their bios, watching you know all their interviews, kind of getting a gauge on who we wanted for our draft. Our fan, if you know, if there's a fantasy league for NFL football. Mm-hmm. Right. Why is there not one for Survivor? Exactly. So I had this really brilliant James idea. Did a little digging. <laughs> I did a little digging. I was invited to be part of John Carroll, who was on Survivor Marquesas. He started this fantasy league on Fantasizer.com, and it's Fantasizer, but it's like ZR. There's no E in between it. Really confusing. Mm-hmm. But it's Fantasizer.com. <laughs> he started it, and I was thinking, why don't we start a league of our own? And that way it's easier to keep track of, of score. <laughs> and here we go. So we picked our players. Paige, who did you pick for your team and why? For my team, I picked Wu, Vitus, PG, Jeremy, and Tasha. Um, I just thought they'd be a strong team, you know? I At first... I was really in between Wu and Joe. Joe was going to be my first choice, and then I kind of switched it at the last minute and picked Wu. And, you know, I mean, Wu was the first one to get the rise. I feel like he's doing pretty good so far. I just did not expect Vetus. I thought Vetus could honestly win the whole thing, and I did not see him going home first. So that that puts a little damper on my parade right there. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I was totally surprised. But I do think I I have two strong girls. Jeremy's strong. He was, you know kind of an underdog before so I feel like mm-hmm. I, I feel like I have a good team yeah yeah what about you Susanna who did you choose and why I chose I mean obvious choice was Joe was my first choice mm-hmm. um I also have Keith on my team I Keith. adored him <laughs> on his last season I just he's every, so sweet every word that comes out of his mouth I could just you know yeah <laughs> I love it um I also have Kelly Wigglesworth there we go season one um I have Sierra who I can't wait to see you know the growth and the change from her last season and I have Chaos Cast chaos. which just <laughs> <laughs> Makes everything more fun, I think. <laughs> it ties the whole team together. Yeah, exactly. We will talk about Team Marina's team because she's not here today, mm-hmm. but she will be with us next week. She chose Andrew Savage, Stephen Fishback, Terry Dietz, Abby Maria, oh. and Shireen. So she's a pretty solid team, too. And James, who's on your team, and why did you pick them? Okay, well, my team <laughs> are my personal favorites, and I'm really excited that I got all of them. <laughs> Spencer, obvious choice. I'm a huge fan of Spencer. I was you, a fan of him yeah. on Kagayan. I've had an opportunity to hang out with him multiple times since that season. So to see him back playing the game, and he's like a student of the, the game. Mm-hmm. Yes. I just, I always root for super fans. So mm-hmm. to see people kind of live out their dream, I'm already captivated by you. So <laughs> I'm rooting for Spencer. And another choice, no-brainer for me, was Kelly Wentworth. I I've had an opportunity to meet her as well at the San Juan del Sur like finale parties. Super sweet, down to earth. I definitely thought she was underrated on mm-hmm. San Juan del yes. Sur. She, her time was definitely cut short, so 
I'm super excited to see Kelly back, mm-hmm. and uh, especially now that she's a Hidden Immunity Idol. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited to see how that'll come into play. <laughs> I picked Monica Padilla because we had to, um, an opportunity to interview her in After Buzz back in May mm-hmm. for her to plea her case as to why she should be that. chosen for mm-hmm. a second mm-hmm. chance. So I'm excited to see her do well. Jeff Barner and Kimmy Kappenberg, <laughs> no-brainer. I'm gonna, I am <laughs> always going to be a super fan of the Australian Outback Survivor, so... That was just a no-brainer. Exactly. I just want to see them do well because that was the first season I started watching. Aww. So that's my team. That's team your James. team. <laughs> so right team now, who do you guys think are the front runners on your team? Like who? Who? Like if you could pick one solid choice on each of your teams, who would it be? It's so hard to say. I think right now it's a little weird because she wasn't one of my first choices. But I'm gonna go with Sierra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, something about her. I just think she's gonna. You know, have some really strong plays. I don't think people will really, you know, think of her as a huge threat from the get-go. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, she'll carry out to the end and then really start making some strong decisions. Yeah. So she's kind of like your MB- MVP right now for Team Susanna. Yeah. Yeah. Though Joe was my first choice. Okay. You know <laughs> my. You know who my MVP is. You know it's yeah. Wu. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm so Team Wu, it's not even funny. Um, but I also think that Tasha is going to come out and play, like, a really good role. I, I was between Sierra and Tasha in my, my final pick, and mm-hmm. I really – I think that Tasha's going to do good. Yeah. I think she's going to come out and really be strong in this season, for yes. sure. I am torn, actually. I'm – I am torn between Spencer Kelly and Jeff Varner. <laughs> but if I had to say right now, I'm going to say Kelly is my MVP okay, because yeah. she found the hidden immunity idol. Yeah. And she's already showing that now that her I dad's Jeff not playing, that she's going to do well. Playing, yeah. Has some good potential, honestly. Jeff Varner, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I don't know. This cast in general is just so strong and so good to like mm-hmm. for me as a viewer. Like I'm excited to see every single one of them. And okay. there's actually more people in this cast that I... I'm okay with winning for once. Yeah, yeah. Past seasons, like there's like a few people you're like, I definitely don't want to see them win, and mm-hmm. of course they always find a way to make it to the end. You're like, yeah. oh my god! Right. But this season, there's just so many people that I genuinely love mm-hmm. and am rooting for. So it's gonna make it's it tough. that much more heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. So I know there's like 36 people watching live right now on Ooh. YouTube. So hello to hey all guys. of you guys watching. Hello. Thank you. Again, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. Give us five stars. Leave comments. Let us know how you guys want our after show to continue going. Mm-hmm. If you, whose team are you on? Also, let's do some predictions. All right. Right. All right. Predictions. Paige, how, who do you think is going to go home next? Who do I think is going to home go home next? Let's see. Well, I was going to say Cass, obviously, right off the bat, but like we were saying before, if, you know, if, like, Vetus goes home right away and Abby Maria gets to say, who knows, maybe Cass will make it a little farther. I honestly don't know who's going to go home. Yeah. I I was so surprised by Vetus that I honestly, like, can't even say who I think is going to go home. Yeah, I guess because that happened with Vetus, I guess maybe I'm thinking it could be one of those alpha males. One of the I stronger just, guys. Right, yeah, that's when I'm worried and how it's going to yeah. happen, but... Hmm. I don't know. I'm torn between Abby Maria for Takeo, but if Bayon loses, I'm gonna say Steven. I'm gonna say Fishback. Mm. Like you said, he's Fishback out of water. So (laughs) who did you say for? I, for Takeo, I said Abby Maria. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm ready. Well, I'm just ready to see her go. <laughs> You're ready to see her go in one episode. Like, I'm so ready. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one ready. episode's enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just tough. It's really tough. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It could be anyone's game at this point. It is. Yeah. It's so anyone's exciting. So, for all of you who are watching at home, if you want to play along in our fantasy league, you can definitely go to fantasizer.com and create a league of your own with your family, your friends, your online fans of the show, mm-hmm. whoever you communicate with that love survivor. Make a team. 
play along. Every week you get scores based mm-hmm. on, you know, who does well on immunity, who gets the hit immunity idol. Thanks, Kelly. That's awesome. Who yeah. gets voted out, who doesn't get voted out. So you just get points. I, I was did. wondering how your point, like how, because I was like, wouldn't my points just go down since I lost one of my players? That's, but I went but back your and points went at, up. You know, I, but yeah, I looked at the right. stats and there isn't a score that says you lose five points if right. someone gets voted out. So it's right. a pretty safe and fun so game. <laughs> but also comment on YouTube. Let us know on the comments of whose team you're on, who you think is going to win out of, a, out of our fantasy league. Yes. Yes. Let us know. We want to know. Do. Um, and then I think we also have I gave an updated like score sheet for episode one just so we can kind of see the rankings of where we're at right now especially after episode one Mm -hmm. I don't know if we'll get it up yet or not but it looked like we were all really neck and neck Mm -hmm. close yeah we're all kind of in the 30s so I think it's like 38, 36, 32, 32 so it'll be interesting to see how the points flow yeah, oh, something I thought that was funny is that um, their confessionals count as points, and I thought that was yeah, hilarious. Right? Oh my god! Really? Yeah. So every like confessional that they do, they you get like a plus one or something. Again, this was how awful. do they how do they do that for confessionals? I like how do they know like one point, point every time? One. Like there's a confessional if there's ten seconds between, then that counts as yeah. another confessional, mm-hmm. so you get another point. I love so that Maria is just like racking them up. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. racking she is racking them up. Oh my god, that's cool. Yeah, that was all thanks to you know John Carroll from several more cases those are his rules those are his stats so mm. he tabulates the scores every week for us so there you go. we're just playing along so it's so. legit yeah hopefully y'all will play with us at yeah. home because it's do. a lot of fun <laughs> <laughs> so let's wrap things up Paige where can they find you oh, on social media oh you guys media? can find me on social media on Twitter at Paige Bonanno and on Instagram at Paige Bonanno it's not very hard so follow me <laughs> <laughs> what about um, you Susanna mine's a little harder you can find me on Twitter at Susanna underscore Kim it's S-U-S-A-N-N-A-H and on Instagram at Susanna Kim. And you can find me on Twitter at James Wallington and on Instagram at James.Wallington. You can also check out my YouTube travel vlog, Where's Wallington, on YouTube. And next week we'll have Marina in the studio and she'll give you all of her social media information as well. And I'm just really excited about this panel because we're all huge fans of the show. I just, I'm excited. We can't it's wait. It's going to be a fun season. Yeah. So. so exciting. Thanks for joining us, you guys. We'll see Thank you guys you. next week at our normal time slot, which will be Wednesday night. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.